0: we've been trying to track down Nota Begay uh, he obviously hosts uh, you know the this huge junior golf tournament and uh, we've been trying to track him down and obviously Nota Begay a very very busy man um but we uh have connected with him and I wanted to bring him on the air right now uh joining us now on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline is the very cool Noda Begay, and uh, thank you so much for talking to your uh, your friends here in Albuquerque, Noda. Uh, are you back in town? Are you on the road? We never know where you are, Noda. Where are you right
1: now? Hey, it's getting to that point of the year where I'm waking up in some of these hotel rooms, and I don't even know where I'm at sometimes, and that's when you know it's kind of been a long year of travel, but... Yeah, I am home for uh, just the night. Uh, head to Vegas tonight. Got to do an, uh, an event for UKG tomorrow with their national conference. So I'm I'm always on the run, but um, never forget all my incredible fans and, and friends here in New Mexico. Always trying to promote our state and what we're about. And so very proud to be from Albuquerque.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, uh this no, your Noda Begay the Third Junior uh Golf National Championship has just blown up uh in the last you know number of years. Uh junior golf has blown up. You just completed uh this year's championship. Uh fill everybody in on on how it went again this year, Noda.
1: Just an incredible turnout. I couldn't have asked for better growth and response from the junior golf community, mainly the families. One of the things I I made a point to our team when we went on this venture is that we're not just serving the junior golf golfers themselves, we're serving their families. How can we make golf more affordable? How can we provide better venues, access to technology, access to equipment, better tournaments? And so We've really gone above and beyond to sort of improve the overall experience for the entire family, which I think is really important. Uh, Jerome Espinosa, who's uh, a great teaching pro here in the area, works with a lot of junior golfers, helps run um, our NB3 junior tour here in New Mexico, which I wanted to start to make sure that the New Mexico kids had access to, to ranked good tournaments. And then the national championship, we had 6,000 kids sign up this year across the country, ran our first event in Hawaii this year, uh, right after the fire, um, I had a stack of letters from families, uh, in that area that came to our boys championship this past week, just thanking me for, uh, the event and, and thanking our group for continuing to put these events on for, uh, that community. So, you never know where the impact's going to take place, but as long as you sort of have good intentions and, and do it from a sincere place in your heart, usually it turns out well. So I'm, I'm real happy with where things are.
0: Man, you, you never forget where you came from. I mean, uh, we love having you on, talking about high school basketball and other sports <laughs> that you played while you were growing up, but... Let's face it, um, you didn't have a lot of advantages as a junior golfer, uh, yet... uh, I mean, you're always going to say you're blessed, uh, but let's face it, um, you know, you had to find your way as a junior golfer before, you know, going to Stanford, you know, still playing professional golf, was, you know, on PGA Tour and all, uh, and that... You've never forgotten uh, what junior golf meant to you, Noda. You know, I've
1: been now... Working with junior golfers for four years, followed the Collegiate, the collegiate Golf through Golf Channel um, since 2015, I, I honestly don't know how I made it. And I look back and I look at the incredible support I had from so many just friends in the area, you know, passing the hat around, literally passing the hat around to come up with a, a couple hundred bucks to get a bus ticket to a tournament in the region and then going to the tournament and sleeping on someone's couch and getting dropped off, um, on the way to work for, for whoever I was staying at. So I'd get to the course sometimes five, six hours before my tee time, but that was the only way for me to get to the course and, and, and then going out and, and winning these tournaments. Um, I remember one tournament in particular, um, where I was in Denver and it was that that exact same scenario I was sleeping on someone's couch I was getting to the course like 7:30 and um I ended up beating a kid whose dad flew him there on their private jet <laughs> um <laughs> and I rode there on the Greyhound bus playing uh with used used clubs that I got at a garage sale and and some old golf shoes but you know it it really gave me a sense of appreciation for the people in this community coming together. And that's why someone like myself, who's in a position of influence now, and I have a voice, and I need to continue to advocate for the kids in this state um, because we have very, very talented young people that want to have big dreams. And I just want to encourage them and inspire them to keep those dreams, whatever those dreams are, because I had dreams of playing the tour and, and people helped me get there.
2: We're talking to Nota Begay, the third here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017. The team, the NB3 Boys Junior National Championships wrapped up on Monday. Uh, girls still to come, but the boys playing over in Louisiana. And, Nota, let's just talk about some of the New Mexico golfers that were a part of this tournament. I play golfers from all over the country, but some phenomenal performances yesterday. And for any golf fan, whether it's the NB3 Junior National Championship or the FedEx Cup Playoffs, you know, you always want to see these golfers. Played their best rounds in the final round, and you guys got a ton of that in all these divisions yesterday. I saw so many low scores in that final round. Noda, we'll get into the New Mexico golfers here in a second, but just you know, just talk about that element of how good the golf was on Monday.
1: Well, let's just talk about the the young the young boys division. Three of these young men tied at seventeen under par. <laughs> Jeez. I mean. These guys can't hit it out of their shadow, and, and, you know, we make sure that the tees are challenging, the course is set up, the greens are running 12, they're fast. Um, But at the end of the day, that's that's still shooting some great scores. And um, I take your hat off to these players and how much they prepare. I got a chance to catch up with Tiger and Charlie, you know, um Charlie woods qualified on his own merit uh, he was not awarded a an exemption in the event I just the only kids that get exemption into my event are the kids that win the prior year and if they're if they're age eligible they're invited back everybody else if you finish in second place you still have to go and qualify and I really think that that kind of open source type of opportunity is appreciated by the families and the players because they all know now that the tournament is, is so great. Um, we treat these players like tour players. Uh, they get a lot of gifts. We have the Wilson uh, tour truck there, uh, changing grips, uh, getting you new shaft if you need. Like, we really um, want to make them feel special. And on top of that, if you play well, you're, you're on television. And we've had a number of kids come into our event, Aiden, Aiden Kraft being one of them out of Cibola High School that was unrecruited. He came to our event unrecruited and is now playing um, consistently for Coach Casey Martin at University of Oregon. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about talent in New Mexico, I, I mean it, and they just need a chance. You know, a lot of us go into the, it, these various sports, and when they see you're from Albuquerque, you're Las Cruces, Santa Fe, Gallup, or whatever, it's a strike against you. They automatically think that you're a step behind, and I just I refuse to give in to – um that sort of misinterpretation of what our kids bring to the table.
2: One of the guys that really flashed that talent, uh, Jake Sonnenberg from Albuquerque Academy, four under in that final round, taking a, a top five finish, so he had plenty of eyes on him. Uh, talk about the, the performance from Clark Sonnenberg, Noda.
1: Yeah, Clark, Clark did a great job, and I have to say I'm, I'm proud to see the Albuquerque Academy student uh, playing so well, representing the school that I went to and, and the school that my, both, uh, my older kids go to. Uh, it's tough. Uh, you, you see a lot of really good players that, um, you know, from New Mexico uh, that went and they struggled because that the TV cameras are out. You're playing against nationally ranked players. Uh, the course is, is in tremendous shape. The greens are fast. Like, it's a championship layout. So, uh, to see Clark come back and improve upon his previous finish and, and get in that top five in his age group, that's remarkable. Jake Urini. So to tell you an interesting story, um, Jake's uh, uncle, Don Zamora, is the single most important person in my golf career. He was the head pro, Don Zamora was the head pro at Ladera when I was nine years old and I went and asked for a job and, and all I wanted in return was practice privileges and he gave me that. And so that's how I... Had, that's how I created my access is I, I worked, I, I you know, I, I swept bathrooms and empty trash cans and parked carts and picked up baskets and I did that every summer until I went to college in when I was seventeen and at that time I had become the number one ranked junior golfer in and so to see Jake come full circle and his dad Don Urene is a great player, uh, was the low club pro. At the 2012 PGA Championship, you can see, if you go back and check out the pictures, he's receiving his trophy right on, right next to Tiger Woods, who won the PGA that year. So, great history of golf in Jake's family. And he went out and he posted some solid rounds. He struggled a little in that middle round, I believe. But tied for 25th and being the state champ here in that 5A class is telling me that you know he's trending in the right direction. And it, it, it
2: makes me happy to see that. You know, note. I'm glad you brought up about Charlie Woods. Joe and I were talking about this yesterday. Just you know, Charlie Woods, like you said, no no exemptions. He got in. He played in that field with everybody else and the boys. 14 to 15 division uh, finished plus two for the tournament, tied for 17th. Uh, Joe and I were going over this leaderboard yesterday and just you know talking about. It. I can only imagine what it was like even for Tiger to see how much better these 14 and 15 year old golfers were th- compared to when he was 14 or 15. I mean, just what stands out to you about over time, how how incredibly talented some of these golfers are.
1: Well, we we had a well, there was a big delay in that final round on Monday on one of the par threes. It was Charlie's 16th hole, and there were three groups on there, and I had just gone out to watch Charlie play his final nine and just kind of catch up with Tiger a little bit. So we just we both just sat on the tee box. Uh, watching the kids tee off in front of us, and we and he just, you know, Tiger's just shaking his head. He goes, gosh, these, these kids, they're so much better now than we ever were, Noda, because they have YouTube. I mean, if you want to learn, you've got, you know, the top 100 teachers, mo- the majority of them have some sort of content on YouTube, and you can go there, and if you kind of know what you're looking for, now you can go down the rabbit hole just like anything else, but if you Kind of know what you're looking for. Young kids now around the world with access to the internet can really improve their games really fast, and that's why you're seeing these these kids in that 10 and 11 division shooting 1,700 par for three rounds. Well, the kid, one of the kids that lost in the playoffs, finished tied for second, shot 65 the last day, and ends up walking away with a second place trophy. So, the Tiger and I are just just completely impressed and it's fun to watch and they're like little mini pros out there and uh you know they still have fun and they're still kids uh they have putting contests on the practice putting green after the round and they formulate wonderful friendships um similar to tiger and my friendship which started when he was nine years old because of a junior golf tournament
0: so you and tiger went back to age nine
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. We go back to age nine, so, like, we've been great best of friends for over 40 years now. Um, And the thing that really brought us close is that Earl um, noticed that, you know, my parents couldn't travel because they couldn't afford it, um, and I didn't always have a ride to the course and didn't have a lot of extra money in my pocket, and so... Earl always made it a point that I had dinner with them and we ate together and a ride to the course and just always looked after me. And I, I'd never forgotten that. And I think that's what brought Tiger and I closer together. And Earl would often mention to Tiger over the years just saying, you know, you guys stick together because, um, you know, you're, you're one of a handful in this game um, that has a chance to sort of make a difference. And, you know, he's done it, obviously, with his golf clubs. I've done it. A little bit of both. A little bit with my clubs, but now in the nonprofit space and through this junior golf initiative, I think I'm I'm trying to make an impact.
0: All right, Noda. Well, thank you so much. Always uh, great getting caught up. We could talk to you for hours and all the (laughs) stories and stuff. I know uh, you're uh, busy and have gotten a lot of attention uh, due to the NB3 uh, Junior National Championships, and I'm sure that will continue, and it will continue to grow. Thank you so much for joining us here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team, Noda.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited, especially with the upcoming high school basketball season. You guys got to be revved up about that. Uh, coach Mike Brown, and you know he 's no longer with us, but he was my high school coach at Academy, but his his kids, Danny Greg, who are both coaches in high school and making an impact on those young kids' lives. They have a big fundraiser this Sunday, and anybody has a chance and wants to go to top golf and check it out um, uh, it 's a worthy cause. Uh, Coach Brown was a huge influence in my life and one of the reasons why I have a chance to do the things that I've done. So well, thank you so much. Yeah. I love you guys. And, uh, and real soon. quick,
0: Noda, I, you know, I mean, we we can't wait for the state tournament in basketball, like you said, but your Academy Chargers is still alive in the state, the NMA state playoffs. They travel to face Bloomfield uh, this coming week. Uh, so uh, a tough uh, road for them. But, hey, represent, you, Academy's representing all over the place, Noda.
1: Yeah, they're doing great. We just lost in penalties to Hope in the, in the boys semifinal. The girls are playing St. Pius right now, um, trying to get done before dark. And and you're keeping um, up with
0: it. I mean, so you you played so- along with basketball and golf, didn't you? Play soccer too.
1: I did. I played in two state finals in soccer, uh, two state finals in basketball, and then a lot of state finals in golf.
0: <laughs> uh, no doubt about it. City championships, it goes on and on and on. Thanks again, Noda. Appreciate your time, man. Take care, guys. All we'll righty. Okay, well, appreciate Noda Begay uh, joining us. We've been trying to track him down for a couple of days, and with guys like him, he sends you a text. W- give me the number to call. I'll call it in three minutes, and that's exactly what he did, and we had a chance to get caught up with him.